Lucha Long going on Talk there. Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is live. Uh, Deacon Bellamy is on Hazel Support. So good morning. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Walk in a shout out, right? Let's walk in a shout out. Um, Hey, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Who's that? Uh, hey, Reverend Lenny, what's going on, man? Good morning to you, Terrell. Good morning. What's going on, Lou? Good morning to you, bro. Uh, glad to have everybody with us today, as always. Hey, Unvow, good morning. My sister Cynthia, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. Um. We on Facebook. Yes, hey, Peanut. Good morning. Uh, good, morning. good morning, Lolita. Good morning to you. Good morning. I hope you guys are having a good day. Yeah. Sister Pam. Good morning, Sister. Who's that? Diane. Good morning. Hey, uh, on the conference call. You guys, you guys okay? Good morning, Helen yeah. Hey, Sister yeah. Lolita. Good morning. Good morning. I see we have hearts going up. Periscope, appreciate those hearts. Hey, Abelin, good morning. Uh, good morning, I sold Amari. Who's that? Give me a name right there. Good morning on the Periscope. Good morning. Uh, hey, Reverend Carmen. Good morning to you, Reverend Scoggins. Good morning, Sister Cheryl. Good morning. Hey, Sister Ford. Sister Buzz is on. Yes, you had a great day yesterday. That is good. That's good. Hey, Stacy. Good morning. Good morning. Reverend Jay is on. You know what that means. Hey, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Uh, I have this itching in my eye that I cannot stop. Excuse me for a minute. Oh, man. Hey. Okay, good morning. So let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and jump into our deep open day uh, to life by the tail and subdue it. That's right. Uh, we got to start our praise report, to life by the tail and subdue this. That's great. You are a positive person. I like you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you are positive. As a matter of fact, today is actually about being positive, about being positive. You got that, Reverend Jay? Uh, today is about being positive. So let's let's talk about that. Called cool, compress it out. Okay? Thank you. Cool, compress. I'm going to do that as soon as we finish up. Mr. Baseball, good morning to you. Hey, Sister Alicia, good morning. Got a little rain today. Got a little rain today. Ground is a little soggy. I hope it's going to firm up before the weekend. Hey, Minister Blunt. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Look, let's uh, let's talk today. Uh, we are we're dealing with surviving our scars, and one of the things that happens when we bounce back from surviving scars is having to readjust and relearn who we are. So this week is about you know our own self identity. How do you regain your own value? How do you get back your worth? How do you bounce back from either being abused, having lost something that you really thought you needed and depended on, or even if you were the person who made the mistake? I'm not sure. You know, sometimes life throws us curveballs. Some we hit, some hit us, you know, some strike us out. No matter what happens, today is about finding words of worth, right, finding words of worth. Here's, that's right. So sometimes, sometimes it's both. Hey, Lady Kellum, sometimes it is both. And in John 20, this is this is the text we've been kind of looking at, because in John 20, Jesus comes back. He engages this young lady by the name of Mary, who is actually Mary Magdalene. I hadn't talked about that, so let me, let me kind of reengage uh, this story, because she actually is one who had known for prostitution. She had been known 
uh, to have these demons, which meant she did a lot of evil. And despite all of that, Jesus speaks to her first because she is the one, right? She is, despite all of the crowd people have spoken to, Jesus picked her. He chose her. Uh, and in a totally different conversation, I would say, listen, there, there ought to be some people in your life that choose you. You know, despite who you are, despite what you've done, despite your shortcomings, uh, despite your looks, you know, for them, uh, you don't shouldn't have to change who you are to fit into circles. Let people choose you, select you, right? So, so that was yesterday. But today, uh, what's really interesting is how he does it. In John chapter twenty, verse sixteen, it's really, it's really a short verse, sixteen. Uh, that man speaks so fast. I need subtitles. Yeah, let me let me kind of slow down. Uh, the in verse 16 of John 20, Jesus simply says to her, Mary. Uh, the verse before that, Jesus finds her in the garden. He touches her, calls her woman. She says, listen, gardener, if you had hidden the body, tell me where you laid him down. And, and, and Jesus then says to her, Mary. It changes everything. When he calls her by her name, there is this instant connection. It's almost a John text where Jesus says, and my sheep know, you know, my sheep hear my voice, and another they will not follow. Uh, and, and so he uses her name. He identifies her personally. And while that's really important, I think one thing that we can highlight today is that he instantly heightened her value and gave her back her identity with a word. Notice what he does not do. He does not give her anything. He does not supply any need. He does not perform any miracle to her. He doesn't change her life. He doesn't help her win the lotto. He doesn't buy her new clothes. He doesn't bring her some chromed-out chariot, you know, with candy paint on it. Uh, He doesn't provide her a brand-new house. Her identity was not lifted and heightened or made victorious because of what she had. It was because of what she heard. And, And today... You know, I really want to impress upon you the, the necessity for having words of work. You know, we talked about this once or twice before. Hey, hey to the foreman. Uh, but, but your word will really be heightened and regained and restored by the words that are around you. That, that sometimes just what you hear will really determine what's going to happen in life. So I want to suggest today uh, that you and I, we've got to surround ourselves with the right saying. Again, surround yourself with the right saying. That's right. Lady Keller says, speak like. And, and in addition to today's speaking life, I want to highly encourage you to surround yourself with words where people are speaking life around you. Hey, Sister Sally, good morning to you. And, and when you can surround yourself with positive words, when you can hear compliments, when you can wake up and get to a place or hear from a person that, that you look good today, I like what you're wearing. I like, uh, you know, somebody said earlier, the tie combination. I, you know what? Thank you. I like the pink tie. But you saying that I have a nice pink tie has heightened my value. You know, and it's not always about what people say identifying you. But, listen, I'm telling you that if you can surround yourself with some positive conversations, it's going to change everything. Words have power, and they have more power than your cash. They have more power than uh, prosperity. They have more power than position. And you want to get in a place where you can get some words. Some words. Listen, uh, the, the news will be negative a lot. And if you find yourself surrounded by enough negative people, you're going to live it out. There's, you know, there's this idea that stories are often told by the victor, right, that history is rarely told by those who lose, but, but history is told by the winners. Wars are spoken about by the people who won them. 
uh, slavery is told from the perspective of the slave owner. Uh, the Holocaust was told first by those who were victorious in it. And, and you got to understand that if, in fact, that has any validity to it, and I'm not sure if it does, but if stories are told by the victor, if stories are told by the winners, if stories are told by those who end up on top, then you do not want negativity to be the storyteller or the narrator of your life. You want to have the narrator of your life to be the one who's speaking positivity because positive is what you're headed toward. And let, and let me be honest. Obviously, I want to tell you that God's word is the best word you can get, that you should have a daily word, that you need a daily devotional. You need somebody to tell you you're the head and not the tail, above and not the feet, the lender and not the borrower, that uh, you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you have wisdom, that you are smart. You need God's word. But but in addition to God's word, you want to have just some some practical and everyday positivity. You you want somebody in your life, a group of people in your life that will encourage you with words, not with things, not taking you to fancy places. I mean that's nice. I'm not cutting that out. Not buying you things. Not necessarily giving you quality time. All those things are great. But there is this power in words. In fact, like Proverbs 18. Uh, Proverbs 18.21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Um, Ephesians 4.29, it says, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth, but only that which is good for building up, right? Um, Matthew 15 and 18, what comes out of your mouth proceeds from the heart, and it will defile a person if it's too negative. Uh, and and, and with, with with these scriptures, I'm really just trying to tell you, you've got to get some positive words around you. Matter of fact, real quick, uh, whether you're on Periscope or Facebook, if you're able to type, uh, go, go ahead and just type something positive. Practice it right now. Type a positive word about somebody else. Uh, it sustains things. If you're on this conference call, as soon as you get off the call, go and find somebody to compliment. Tell them something nice uh, because what you do to others will come back to you. Uh, let people know that you're proud of them. You know, let your children know. Don't wait for some great accomplishment. Let them know that you're proud of them on a regular basis. Uh, we spend a lot of our time telling people what they should not do, what they can't do, uh, what they could do better. But sometimes you want to just let people know that you're proud of what they have done, compliment what they have achieved. What Jesus does with Mary in the garden is he uses a word to establish her work. We'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Tomorrow, you know, we'll talk about what he does. Uh, but notice in the beginning, she's only identified as a woman. She's put in this general group. But when he calls her by name, this word he uses changes her word because now she's not just categorized in a large group. You know, she is the one. But now he identifies her with some personal compliment, Mary. Matter of fact, he's saying Miriam. He's saying, I know who you really are. I'm not looking at what you've done. I'm not looking at where they place you. Uh, you want to make sure that words are what establish your word. And today, uh, you know, if I could, for those people who say, look, I don't know. I don't know who's going to say it. I don't have those people. One, you know, find, find a small group. Get, become a part of a group that can complement what you do well. Uh, you know, somebody somebody said once, um, and it's just a joke, but they, they were saying, everything you do, you, you're good at it. And I laughed. I said, well, it's not that I'm good at everything I do. It's that I only do the things I'm good at, right? And if you're trying to be complimented, if you're trying to find your value and worth, maybe you should find what you're good at and do it. Uh, you know, it's not bad to try new things. As a matter of fact, try some new things. Be, you know, be a risk taker. I don't think you can be a good leader if you don't take some risk. But make sure the things you do well, you do often. 
Because if you do often the things you do well, then you'll, you'll flood your life with compliments, right? Uh, and, and you want to find them. Another thing you can do if you're trying to find good words is post them. Uh, I, I can't do it today because I'm on prep for but I'll, I'll show you uh, that, that I have uh, I have these index cards and I have these stickies, right, Mary Jane style. Some of y'all watch Mary Jane. I'm not advocating it, but if you do, find some stickies and, and some post-its and post positivity around your house. Post them in your office. You know, get some quotes. Print off some quotes. Put a smiley face in your corner. But then by the smiley face, write the word smile because words will without doubt change the atmosphere and the surrounding and the scenarios which, by which we live. And, and I really want to encourage you today by saying uh, by saying something positive. So let me say you're good at what you do. Look, God is proud of you. God is proud of you for your time commitment. God is proud of you for logging into these devos and watching them on Rewind. God is proud of how you help and take care of some of your family members. God is proud, uh, you know, how you act at work when you could respond like everybody else is, but you're not, right? You're holding your tongue. God is proud of that. Yeah, we all have some mistakes, some areas of improvement, you know, a learning curve, a growing edge. But right now, know that God is proud of what you are becoming. So make sure you surround yourself with the right words. Father, I thank you again for the time. And, and I pray, I pray, God, that because you are the word made flesh, that at most, God, know who you are. God, we understand knowing you will change who we are. So, God, flood us today with positive words. Give us words to speak to others so that we'll know our words and regain our values. We thank you for speaking to us like you speak to Mary, knowing us by name, but then, God, customizing our favor, blessings, and our purpose. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.